This American Life of Sexual Perversity. There is a new reality makeover show on the Learning Channel, TLC, titled Dragnificent, in which four men who impersonate women, also known as drag queens, travel the country exploiting the desire of humans to grasp that cheap brass ring, 15 minutes of fame. While behaving like clownish juveniles, these men children with wounded pasts teach women with wounded pasts how to dress for their body type and wear makeup. The spectacle of grown men prancing about like children in cartoonish outfits, pretending their work is good, is a grotesque and tragic deceit that mars the image of God imprinted on them and harms society. Dragnificent is just the newest effort of America's entertainment industry to use storytelling to refashion this once admirable American life into a cesspool of hedonism, profligacy, and perversion. By crafting stories that portray corrosive sexuality as joyful, carefree, cost-free, and even noble, our storytellers, enthralled to the father of lies, erode and corrode the principles, beliefs, and values that made this American life commendable. However did we get here? How did we arrive at a cultural place in which ordinary people, moms and dads, tolerate, watch, approve, and even celebrate such depravity? Well, remember when the truly sick Alfred Kinsey abused infants and polled pederasts in prison to advance his notion that sexual immorality is good for society? Remember when profligate pornographer Hugh Hefner mainstreamed porn, mainlining it into the synapses of men's brains? Remember the sexual revolution of the 1960s that fertilized the weeds first planted by Kinsey and then watered by Hefner? Remember when homosexuals claimed they just wanted homosexuality to be tolerated? Approval, so they claimed at the time through lying lips and undergrowing noses, was neither requested nor required. Remember the claim that eradicating the social taboo against homoeroticism would affect no one, no way, no how, except for those who wanted to engage in it? Remember when self-identifying homosexuals said they just wanted civil unions, not marriage? Remember the snarky, mocking, scornful, and idiotic rhetorical questions spit at conservatives by homosexuals? How will my marriage affect your marriage? Well, starting with Kinsey, too many Americans decided pleasure trumped self-restraint, the almighty self trumped God, and being cool trumped being uncool. We stopped fighting for marriage for our children and for our country, and now this American life is dragnificent. So let's take a moment to look at the dragnificent world that deception, selfishness, and cowardice have created. Five unelected Supreme Court justices decided that the single most enduring cross-cultural constituent feature of marriage, that is sexual differentiation, is irrelevant to marriage and imposed their radical notion on the entire country. Children are being created to be intentionally fatherless or motherless in order to satisfy the desires of people who choose to be in relationships that are, by design, non-reproductive. There are now scads of picture books and young adult novels for children that depict positively homoeroticism, 
motherless and fatherless families with homosexual parents, and trans cultism. 10% of characters on scripted television shows are homosexual or opposite-sex impersonators with the goal of the LGBT community to double that rate within five years. Restrooms, locker rooms, shelters, and athletics are being sexually integrated, thereby robbing girls, boys, women, and men of rights. Pornography of the vilest and most shameful forms is easily available even to children. There is a pandemic of child sexual abuse and trafficking that dwarfs COVID-19 in the human suffering it causes. Women have renamed prostitution sex work, call it empowering, and are fighting for its legalization. Young men are unable to perform sexually with women because of their decade-long porn addiction. Degrading kink practices are becoming normalized in the same way as homoeroticism and trans alchemy were. There are sex weeks at prestigious universities. There are state laws mandating that kindergartners be taught positively about homoeroticism and science-denying trans alchemy. There are state laws prohibiting counseling for those who experience unwanted homoerotic desires and gender dysphoria. Medical professionals are blocking the natural process of puberty in physically healthy children who experience gender dysphoria. Medical professionals are administering untested and risky cross-sex hormones to physically healthy children who experience gender dysphoria. And medical professionals are amputating the healthy breasts of teenage girls and castrating teenage boys who experience gender dysphoria. There is a decade-long reality show in which drag queens compete to be America's next drag superstar. In 2020, a U.S. Congresswoman, AOC, appeared as a judge on that show. There's another reality show on TLC that follows the troubled life of a young boy whose parents exploit him as he seeks to pass as a girl. There are drag queen story hours all across the country in which perverse cross-dressing men groom and indoctrinate toddlers while lying through their lips and under their growing noses, falsely claiming their repugnant acts honor diversity, foster tolerance, and cultivate creativity, all under the approving eyes of parents. There are prepubescent little drag princes performing in front and for the pleasure of adults. There's a YouTube series for preschoolers called Queer Stuff for Kids, hosted by gender non-binary lesbian Lindsay Amer. The mainstream press calls pregnant women who masquerade as men, pregnant men. The polyamorous community is growing and demanding, like the homosexual community and trans cult before them, to be affirmed. Adults and teens send photos of their naked bodies to acquaintances. There's a gender-confusing Mattel doll created to normalize assumptions of the trans cult and reinforce confusion in children. Trans cultists command society to missex them by using opposite-sex pronouns or using plural pronouns for singular people or using newly invented pronouns all in the service of concealing their sex and facilitating a false and destructive ideology. Religious liberty is being attacked through lawsuits to force Christian business owners to violate their religious beliefs, policies to force Christians to participate in lies, 
and laws like the Equality Act that will force people of faith to subordinate objective material reality, that is biological sex, to subjective immaterial feelings about biological sex in violation of their beliefs. Yes, ideas do indeed have consequences.